Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And I want to welcome you to Calvary Live and so blessed you have tuned into today's program. My name is Jeff Figs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley in northern Colorado. I will be with you this uh, hour of Calvary Live, taking your questions and prayer requests. As you just heard, the number to call is 303-690-3000. And I would encourage you, if you have a question or a prayer request, grab one of those open lines right now. And uh, let's end the week on a wonderful note, a good note, look into God's Word as we get ready to head into the weekend, 303-690-3000. Calvary Live, of course, is the program where you, the listener, get to call in and ask questions and give your prayer requests. So we invite you to do that at this time. And uh, you just heard the number. I'll repeat it to you uh, over the course of the hour. But I would encourage you, put it in your contacts, Calvary Live, uh, 303-690-3000, and then Calvary Live, the text dedicated text line is a different number for you to be able to text in a question or to give a prayer request, and that is 720-336-0897. I want to welcome all the Grace FM listeners along the Front Range in Colorado and Southern Wyoming. What a beautiful, beautiful day. I I was just telling the producer uh, right before we went on the air, I was watching a bald eagle uh, flying above the church and and uh, it's just wonderful, wonderful creature. I love God's creation. It's a wonderful time to be here in Colorado, wonderful time of the year, and uh, the aspens are changing, and I know perhaps some of you are getting away for the weekend uh, before summer uh, ends, and so if you're up going to the park, I want to remind you that you can listen to Grace FM if you're going up the Red Feathers and Southern Wyoming, even up in the Snowies, which are uh, west of Laramie. And as you go up and you see the aspens and see the wildlife and moose and elk and the elk in the rut, um, you know, take the Lord with you and hope you have a blessed time. Maybe you're uh, coming back from work in traffic. Maybe you're out here in northeast Colorado on the rural roads, uh, as you're working out in the fields, it's harvest time. Be praying for them that are cutting corn right now. And and uh, so blessed to, to know so many up here in this area that they work the land and they feed us and uh, as they uh, farm. And uh, it's an important time of the year for them. So uh, just a lot going on this time of year. Maybe perhaps you're with the kids uh, at soccer practice, football practice, maybe making a snack for them, whatever the case may be that we invite you. Give me a call at 303-690-3000. What a wonderful thing for us as Christians to be able to go to God's Word and find truth and encourage one another. Maybe you need prayer uh, as you find yourself uh, perhaps where you need God's wisdom or maybe uh, there's somebody on your heart that you want to pray for. We want to pray for you. So 303-690-3000. We got all open lines right now and uh, would love to talk to you 
uh, about the things that the Lord point to you to God's word um, to give you clarity and understanding and looking forward to what the Lord has for us in this hour of Calvary Live. I want to welcome also all those on the East Coast and Hope FM and Truth FM. Uh, you too can call at that number, 303-690-3000, and uh, be on the air. Uh, if you're listening to Calvary Live on those stations, it is a week delayed, uh, and uh, so uh, you get to call in. Somebody will answer and we will have our conversation, and then you'll get to listen to it next week. I do want to uh, just uh, also uh, welcome all the online listeners. That uh, audience is growing. Uh, we sometimes have those who are listening online from different parts of the world and certainly all over the nation. If you're in the United States, uh, you can call, and uh, you can uh, call us at that number at 303-690-3000. So just waiting for the callers to come. Uh, let me give you the text line again. That text line uh, is um, 720-336-0897. So uh, we're going just to continue uh, looking at the scriptures today as uh, we are looking at God's Word as you ask your questions. Um, I do want to read to you, I was reading from Psalm 37, and um, Psalm 37 uh, has uh, just a wonderful promise for us. And it says, Trust in the Lord and do good, and dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. And do not fret because of him who prospers in his way. And so that's just a wonderful psalm that I love to, to think about. And maybe it's a psalm that will be a blessing to you as you head into the weekend. And, uh, and just the rest in the Lord. You know, we hear a lot about uh, trusting in the Lord. Uh, but resting in the Lord is also something that is very important for us as well. And uh, that rest sometimes can be a little bit harder. So uh, as we talk today, I hope we can encourage you in that way. hope we can bless you in that way uh, of not only uh, encouraging you to trust in him, but to also rest in his love and to rest in his promises that he has for you. Well, give me a call at 303-690-3000. I know it's Friday. It's the end of the week, but let me know that you're here. And uh, we'll go to uh, the things of the Lord, and uh, we'll uh, look to him. And uh, we're going to go to a text question uh, that has just come in while we're waiting for the phones. Uh, would like to know why Jesus wept for Lazarus after he told Mary that her brother was not dead but asleep. Lazarus was already in the tomb, and that's a very good question. And that is something that uh, we can look at as we look at uh, John's gospel. Jesus, of course, uh, was over there by the Jordan when he got word that his friend Lazarus uh, was uh, very, very sick. Lazarus was the brother of uh, two sisters that Jesus was uh, close to the whole family, and that is uh, Mary and Martha. And by the time that Jesus got to uh, where they were in the town of Mary is what it was called, Bethany, that Lazarus had been dead uh, for uh, four days, and um, he was in the tomb. So um, as Mary and, and Martha come to him, uh, and Martha said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even though I know that whatever you ask God, God will give to you. 
and Jesus said that your brother will rise again, and then Martha, uh, that he will rise again in the resurrection in the last day is what she said. And Jesus made that proclamation that I am the resurrection and the life, and he who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And she said, yes, Lord. And as you go through the text here, uh, we know that the shortest verse in the Bible is in John chapter 11, verse 35, that it says Jesus wept. And and the question here is a good question, a text question uh, that comes up is, you know, why would Jesus weep for Lazarus when he's in the tomb um, and he's going to uh, raise him up um, uh, from the dead? Uh, why would he weep? And I think that he wept because as it says that he groaned. Um, he groaned in his spirit is what he did in verse 33. Jesus saw her weeping, his sister, and the Jews that came with her weeping, and he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. I think he groaned and he was troubled because it's like he's saying this wasn't the way it was supposed to be, that that death come and, and death would come uh, in this way. The Lord didn't intend that, but death has come to every man, uh, and death has come to every woman because of sin, and there's going to be a physical death. But Jesus Christ comes along and says, I am the resurrection and the life, and he who believes in me, though um, he die, he shall live. And that's the good news for us. And and Jesus is the one that has brought us life. And even as Paul would write in Romans chapter 5, that through one man, Adam, sin and death came to every man and every woman. And uh, he goes on um, Paul to write that through the last Adam, Jesus Christ, uh, that there, um, you know, has come life because of his righteous act. Well, give me a call. I'm going to see if I got things working here. And I got a little bit of delay, so we're going to go. And things have just popped up. And let me see what I got here on my screen. So, you know, technology is great when it works, but sometimes... Um, it gets a little bit, um, a little bit um, delayed, and I'm experiencing a little bit of delay. But be uh, patient with me. I believe we have Helen on line one. Let's go there, Helen. Yes. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you so good. much. How thanks. are you doing? Uh, good, thanks. Thanks for holding. I got a little bit of technical delay here for some reason. Uh, okay. My Internet connection slow, and I don't know why, but it just is. So anyway, we'll keep working on it, but I'm glad we got a hold of each other. What can I do for you today? Hi. Um, my mom is pretty sick. She has a leakage in her bowel, and they want to go in and operate, but they said the operation could be fatal because she is 92 and she has high blood pressure. So she's saying no to that. So they said they could go in and put a tube in her, and um, that might work. She's been on antibiotics for three days, and now she's developed other symptoms. So I'm just praying that, um, of course, God's healing hand on her. And uh, every doctor that touches her, that God will intervene and intercede in my mama's life. Yes, absolutely. So is that surgery you said taking place soon? Well, 
as of today, when I left the hospital, she still said no, but she said okay to the to the tube. So if she does the tube, that'll give her more time. But then again, it might not. Okay. Well, let's pray, Helen. And um, you know, Father, we just pray. We pray for Helen, her mom, and and um, we just pray this surgery that could. Um, we don't know what the results are going to be, and so we just pray that you would work. Uh, I ask that you would uh, bless in every way, uh, that you would uh, just uh, bring healing, that you be with the doctors and the nurses uh, as they are uh, working with this and, and dealing with this. Give them wisdom. Give them discernment. So, Lord, we just uh, lift Helen's uh, loved one up to you. Lord, work. Uh, we just pray that you would minister in a powerful way and give Helen peace about this. Pray for your healing hand. We pray for strength. And, and Lord, uh, we just pray that you would just um, to minister to her 92-year-old mom. Um, and as they're facing a tough decision about surgery, Lord, that you would do that. Um, give them wisdom. Bring healing. Give discernment. Lord, be with Helen. Give her, even as we talked about at the beginning of the show, just that rest um, as she trusts in you. She desires to hear from you. So show yourself strong on their behalf. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Helen, amen. we're going to be praying. Okay? Thank you. God Thank bless you. you. Keep, us, keep me updated, you too. Okay. Yes, I God will. God bless you. Thank you. 303 kind of rebooted everything while... Uh, and uh, so I think we got things going here. Let's go to Marcus and Aurora. God bless Hi, you. Hi, Marcus. How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing all right. So what can we do for you today? Well, I want to pray for a person named Robert and for his daughter, Angelina. Uh, she's 27 years old. Apparently, her father, he had told me that she was sexually assaulted. And uh, dealing with those circumstances, she ended up getting hooked on methamphetamine. And uh, the reason why I met him, I was out, I was actually doing my job where I'm a neighborhood inspector and I came across his property and uh, was going to issue him some violations. And he shared this with me and I could tell that his heart was really heavy. And I told him, I asked him if I could get her name and uh, for I can pray for her. And so the opportunity presented itself today. And I just really want to lift up her and Robert in prayer and hopefully that God can cause a healing to take place in that family. Yeah, absolutely. Difficult circumstances, but we know, don't we, that God can work in any circumstance and um, in anyone's life, and that's what we're going to pray uh, is Amen. that that takes place. So thank you for for caring enough um, and, and calling in and desiring to minister, uh, Marcus, to this individual that you met. And Lord, so it blesses me when I, I know that there's divine appointments that, that come up. Um, and there's a reason for that. And so as, as uh, we know that Marcus is, is serving in the community, and uh, as he is uh, talking with people, um, he has a heart uh, to be able to stop and take the time uh, to talk to this individual, Robert, and uh, his hurt that he's feeling for Angelina. We just pray that you would, uh, Lord, just um, be with them in this circumstance. And 
uh, as his daughter uh, has gone through a traumatic uh, situation um, and also struggling with drugs. We just pray that you would intervene in her life. Um, Lord, you know her. You, you know everything about her, and you love her. And so, Lord, I just pray that you give um, Robert uh, wisdom in ministering to his daughter, that you would help him, um, give him strength. I know it's a very trying time. Um, help him in all the things that he is facing. And, Lord, for his daughter, that you would just be with her and that you'd minister to her. And, and, Lord, help her free her from all the stuff that she has experienced and um, the drugs. And, Lord, show yourself strong on her behalf. Draw them to yourself, Lord. Uh, may they come to the hope that is for everyone, and that is Jesus Christ and him crucified. And, Lord, um, working in their lives in miraculous ways because you are a God of miracles. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for calling, Marcus. You have a good weekend. You as well. God bless you. God bless you. You know, God can work in um, any situation that we find ourselves in. Um, And even as difficult as they are, maybe you are uh, tuned in and uh, listening and you really want prayer for somebody. And that's what this show is about, is to be able to minister God's Word to you, to be able to give you truth, to, to give you um, hope, uh, because we, you know, there's hope in God's Word. And, and I think about David, who writes about that in the Psalms. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits. And in His Word I do hope, in Psalm 130 he writes, and uh, we can find hope in his word. It's the only hope, really, that we have is the Lord. And uh, to be able to go to him, to the throne of grace in time of need. So uh, I hope that you do that and, uh, and, and take the time to be able to call in. That's what's wonderful about the show. A lot of other people are going to be uh, calling in as well. So um, please give us a call, and, and uh, we'll pray for you. Uh, let me give you those numbers again. We've got a couple open lines. And our number for you to be on the air is 303-690-3000. And then that text line, I've seen some texts come in. If we got time, we'll go to those text questions at 720-336-0897. But let's also uh, go back to the phone lines. Let's go to John in Brighton. Hi, John. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pastor Jess. How are you? I am doing great. I um, I was calling for um, just to encourage a brother that I heard on the radio. I think a couple days ago, um, he was talking about sharing his faith at work, and and um, I just wanted to let him know. I'm sure he's listening that he, that he encouraged me because it, I feel that that's the calling God has uh, given me is to be bold in. In, in in my walk with Christ at work and to uh, let my fellow co-workers, you know, um, know about the truth and, and what God has put on my heart. Um, yeah, great. Super. Also, also um, a prayer request for my brother, uh, my brother in Christ, Phil. He has uh, made a decision to take himself off dialysis treatment and... Um, and, and just um, that just come together for him and in prayer and to 
know that we're all thinking about him and and uh, this Absolutely. tough decision that he's made. Absolutely, we we will pray. And and John, I'm glad you were encouraged. Um, you know, the it's so important that we do encourage each other to be a witness and a testimony of Jesus Christ in, in this world. Um, because, you know, you're there at your workplace to be a light. And, and sometimes we think um, that we can't be that light at the workplace, but to just pray for opportunities, to be able to, uh, you know, not only be a light and a testimony at work and in our neighborhoods and, and other places of um, with our words, but also with our life, uh, with our That's speech, right. with, with our behavior. And I have found, and I just want to encourage you, John, that that can open up uh, a lot of doors uh, as well um, because people do watch us. And, and as they watch us, may they see something of Jesus. Um, may they see the reality of Jesus being worked out in our lives, um, in you know, the words that we speak and the behavior and conduct. Because what I have you know, found in talking with others that there comes a time where they, you know, are struggling or, you know, trials come into their lives or, you know, they're open to hearing the truth. And, and when the Lord opens those doors, you know, that preparation has been made. So, um, John, just keep being that light and sharing when opportunities come. And, and uh, we're going to pray for Phil as well. So, Lord, we do pray that, Lord, I thank you for John being encouraged. He was encouraged by a brother who's being a witness at work. And sometimes we think that we can't. Um, we think that, I, I think the enemy sells us this bill of goods that we can't share because we'll embarrass ourselves or um, we can't be a testimony to the reality of Jesus Christ. And, and being a witness is not only a witness with our words, and that's important, but the our behavior, our actions, that people would see something different. Uh, not something that, you know, in a way that we're being haughty and thinking we're better, but, Lord, that um, they would see that uh, we have Jesus Christ that's in our hearts and and His something of his love and his grace. But, Lord, I pray for John that he would be uh, that witness at work and the opportunities given to him. And when the time comes for boldness, that he he would move forward and you give him the words to speak. And I also pray for his brother in the Lord, uh, Phil, who's made a decision to take himself off the dialysis. We pray for him. We pray for your comfort. We pray for your touch upon him and his body. Lord, to be with him, speak to him. And uh, Lord, just uh, minister to him in every way. Uh, we commit him to you. And all of us eventually are in your hands. And so, Lord, I just pray for, for you uh, to give peace in this situation and comfort and wisdom. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. And uh, thank you, Grace thank you, FM. Yeah, you know, Grace FM, I'm so privileged to be a part of this, and it's a w wonderful opportunity to minister Calvary Live and be on the radio. So appreciate your encouragement. Yes, sir. Have a great day. All right. I believe that we now have open lines, so 303-690-3000 is the number to call. The text number is 720-336-0897. Give me a call as we got plenty of time in the show. We're about five minutes from break and uh, love to hear from you and, and uh, be able to converse with you, pray with you, answer your questions. 
And uh, so we're going to continue uh, to just see what the Lord has for us. We answer a text question, and sometimes, you know, the show gets very busy, um, and other times we have time. So it looks like today we have time, and so we're going to go to the text line where we're waiting for calls to come in. Um, and I'm going to kind of go through it real quick here. There's somebody that wants prayer for the son, David, who's in the hospital uh, with pancreatitis, and he's struggling. Um and um, so we want to pray for him. Um, and uh, he is a father, has a wife. So, Father, we do pray for David. Um, and he's in the hospital. Uh, and he's been struggling with alcohol. And he's a father and has children. We just pray that you would minister to him. Uh, we pray that uh, as he has a physical affirmity here, um, that you would just minister to him. Um, that you bring healing, but Lord, he needs uh, also to be ministered to spiritually. And um, we just pray that you would draw him to yourself, that you would free him from uh, those addictions that can come to people, um, alcohol and, and drugs that affect so many people, poisoning our land, poisoning our children, loved ones. And Lord, we just pray for David. Uh, he has a wife. He has three children. Uh, three young daughters, and I just pray that you would uh, bring him to that place as you work a miracle in his life and bring healing and freedom, free him from the addiction, that he would become the father that you call him to be, the husband that you want him to be, that there would be a drawing to you, and, and Lord, that you would minister to him in, in a powerful way. Um, Lord, I just pray that you would do that. And so, Lord, um, we just lift him up to you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Hey, I think we still have all open lines, 303-690-3000. the number to call. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Figgs. And uh, we've been praying for people. And, and uh, the Lord, you know, desires for us to come to him and cast our cares upon him. And that's what we're to do. But if you got any questions, also we're here to answer your questions and and uh, and uh, to be able to go to the Word of God together. And uh, so let me give you that text line again, and uh, we might go back to the text line. 720-336-0897 is the dedicated text line. And um, there is, let me read it here. Um, does the Bible say that the Jews will come back in their land in disbelief? Um, if so, how many would have to believe in Jesus before they would be considered a believing nation? And so we got a couple minutes to break. Um, they have come back into the land uh, after two, um, you know, captivities. After the Babylonian captivity, after seventy years, they came back into the land. And then now we know that uh, after, and Jesus spoke about it in the Olivet Discourse, that you're going to be dispersed to all the nations, that your, your you, know, um, you know, city is left to you desolate as he wept over Jerusalem. Your, your house is left to you desolate. They would go and, and be taken to all the nations, and now they are coming back into the land. And as they're coming back into the land, the Jews, there is a prophetic... Um, uh, 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 you know, word given that the time will come where their eyes will be open at the end of the tribulation period. And Paul writes in Romans chapter 11 that all of Israel will be saved in that time. He writes that partial 
uh, blindness has come to Israel. There, there are Jews coming to Jesus, Messianic Jews that have believed that that has happened over the last 2,000 years. But there is going to be a national restoration that's going to take place. Romans chapter 11, we know they will take place as uh, at the end of the tribulation period as their eyes are going to be opened up and uh, as uh, they're going to say, where did you get those wounds, as the prophet Zechariah writes, and he, he, Jesus will respond, I got them in the house of my friends. Jesus said about that time that your house is left to you desolate and you will see me no more until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So uh, they will come to believe at one time. Hey, we're going to break. We got a couple open lines, 303-690-3000. Give me a call. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And you have joined Calvary Live. This is the second half of the program on this Friday afternoon. So glad to be with you. My name is Jeff Figs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley. And so glad to be with you, as I'm usually with you on Fridays and on Tuesdays. So blessed to be a part of Calvary Live, to be a part of Grace FM, and also to be a part of your lives on the East Coast, there in uh, in Pennsylvania, in Maryland, New Jersey, uh, parts of Kentucky, North Carolina. Uh, what a blessing. So give me a call, uh, you on the East Coast as well. We hear uh, from so many of you, and so blessed to be a part of your lives or uh, online listeners uh, across the country. Uh, That audience is growing. You can call at 303-690-3000. We have an open line. And uh, also we get people that listen from all over the world. I believe I was being told that we uh, have somebody that's listening from the Czech Republic right now. And uh, it's so cool, technology, to connect us all together from all over the world. Uh, We've had people listening in from... All the different continents, you know, South America, Peru, the last time I was doing the show, um, I've had people call in or listen from Saudi Arabia or, you know, the Far East or whatever. So what a blessing it is. Um, I just want to let you know very quickly that on Sunday we're going to continue uh, in our study of First Timothy. It's been a really good study on Sunday mornings. And, and Paul is writing Timothy uh, after his first imprisonment, instructing Timothy on church conduct and uh, what should be the order of the church and uh, the priorities of the church. And we saw in chapter 2 the priority of men, to be men of prayer, the roles of men and women in the church. And that was a very important study because there's a lot of debate on that. There's a lot of, of what culture is influencing the church as far as roles of men and women, and I would encourage you to listen to that study. We got it online, com. But it's so important for us to understand what God's Word declares and for for churches to uh, have the Word of God guide us and direct us, not culture. And and so this has been really, really important. We're going to head into chapter 3 as Paul continues to talk about church conduct and uh, appointing uh, leaders uh, having good godly leaders is important, and the church needs to know 
uh, what those qualifications are. So we invite you to come join us at 8 or 9.30, 11 o'clock. We have three morning services. You can come to either one. We have children's ministry, and uh, we have a wonderful children's ministry, and nursery, and toddlers, and uh, youth group. And uh, so check us out for further information and where our location is at Calvary Chapel Greeley. Dot com, But we do want to go back to the phone lines again. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. And uh, let's go to Malia in Littleton. Malia? Hi. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. Did I say that right? You did. <laughs> not, well, not too many people do, so that's good for you. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for calling. Yes, thank you. I... I love the show. I happened on it, and I listen to it every day now on the way to work and on the way back. So thank Good. you. Praise God. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Um, I'm calling for prayer for my son. I promised I wasn't going to cry. So three years ago, he got into a motocross accident, uh-huh. and he got spiral fractures of his leg. And okay. a big, long story, six surgeries, um, in a year, and um, addicted to pain medicine, and he started to recover. But it was a long year and a half. The first day he got back to work, um, he got T-boned by a church van and broke his back. Oh, no. And so um, it's been three years. It's three years um, since the auto, auto yeah. accident? Three years of surgeries and procedures, and I'm sorry. No, you don't have to be sorry, because it's your son, and he's been through some serious things. And you know the motocross, um, you know those those um, injuries can be very severe. I've known a few people um, here in our own church that was involved in that sport, and um, and so and then on top of it, when it seems like you're making headway all of a sudden back to work and get T-boned, um, I, I, you know, it's it's a lot to take in. Yeah, it's been really hard. It's a lot to take in for him, and it's a lot to take in for you. Yeah. And, and it's during this time, I'm sure, because, you know, I, I was um, just pondering on this and looking at God's Word on this. There's a testing of your faith during this time. And when we go through trials and we go through difficulties and we don't know why certain things happen, um, but you are doing the right thing by calling in and asking for prayer. And and God is still working somehow, some way. And as I've said on this show many times, you know, you're, you may be wondering why and why the circumstance, why so difficult. It's been a long, hard journey that you're on and and you still got a long road ahead in your son but i want you to know that the lord loves you and that he's there working in your lives and that you can look to him and uh keep praying and we're going to be praying with you Thank and you. um and i want to read to you when there's a testing of our faith and and i think that you're going through that and and maybe that's why the lord had me looking at this this afternoon, um, because it does come. And, and James, uh, he writes about that. He says that, um, that if, um, he says, 
uh, um, that count it all joy when he begins his epistle. When you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, and let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect, that is mature and complete, lacking nothing. Now, you may be thinking, you know, have joy in various trials, but joy is, it's not, it's different than being happy. Mm-hmm. Um, happy is dependent upon circumstances. Right. And, and Malia, joy is something that is unspeakable, that is much deeper, and just having the confidence and the assurance that God loves me, that he's still working somehow, and that when I'm confronted with things that I don't understand, I can fall back on the things I do understand, and that his love remains. And Paul writes in Romans chapter 8, a verse that many of us that are listening love, that neither tribulation or distress or famine, difficulties, whatever, is going to separate us from the love of God. And he's with you, and we're going to pray for your son. And we're going to pray for healing. We're going to pray for working. And uh, and we're going to pray for you. And salvation. Yeah, and salvation. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We'll pray for (laughs) salvation. And we're going to pray for you for strength and and a mom that loves her son and watching him go through this. So, Lord, we just pray. We pray right now for Malia. We pray for her son who's been through difficulty, mortar cross accident, surgeries, you know, pain medication that, that has caused problems um, in so many lives and, and, and um, just the addiction and the threat of it. And then all of a sudden being team boned um, in another accident and broken bones. I, I pray most of all for her son that, that even as he's recovering in the pain that, that you would bring healing to his soul that you would bring healing to him and bringing him to salvation, that, that Lord, he would realize he needs you. And, and Lord, that uh, the voices in his life, his mother or whoever else, um, would be a voice of hope and truth to him and that you would draw him to himself. And then, Lord, that you would bring healing to him physically. Lord, that you would make his body strong once again, that that, Lord, that you would help him not to be addicted to the pain medication, but, Lord, bring relief. And and we just pray for that. So, Lord, uh, I thank you for um, for a mother and her expression of love and concern for her son, that you be with Malia, that you would just help her, be with her, give her wisdom, and, Lord, work in her son's life in a powerful way, in, in a miraculous way, because you're the one that can do that because you are almighty God. So we lift them up to you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hey, Malia, are you there? Yes, I am. We're going to keep praying. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And if you need prayer, you call in and keep us updated. All right. Okay. Well, okay. You have a good weekend. Mm -hmm. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, you're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Figs with you on this beautiful September fall day. So delighted to be with you, to pray with you. Let's go to, to Mike in Aurora. Hi, Mike. Hello. Hi. Hi, Mike. You're on. How are you? Um, I tell you what, I'm just wanting prayer for deliverance, purity, 
and wisdom. Uh, I'm particularly thinking right now of Psalm 51, and uh, yeah, just a clean heart. Open my lips to to speak the word of the Lord, and like I said, total deliverance from the enemy. Yeah, and you know the Bible talks about a clean heart. And in Psalm 51, he does. David says, create in me a clean heart, right? And mm-hmm. and it's a wonderful, wonderful psalm. But I also, I think about as Paul was writing to uh, Timothy, and I just want to share this verse with you, um, that he's talking to Timothy about, you know, uh, here's a charge, Timothy, sound doctrine, and uh-huh. the the result of sound doctrine and being in the Word of God and continuing through the scriptures is that mm-hmm. that we uh, the end result is his love uh, in our lives um, and uh, he says that um, that you may be able to and let me read it to you now the purpose of the commandment is love from a pure heart a good conscience and from sincere faith and I really like that um, Mike because Psalm 51 talks about a clean heart, here Paul says, I urge you, teach no other doctrine, and the purpose is love, which consists of a pure heart. Now, I cannot say, when I think of that word pure, that I can say that I have a pure heart. I I, I want a clean heart. I want a pure heart. But it speaks of holiness being worked out, and I think that's what you're desiring, and that's what you're saying. Yes and a good yeah. conscience and sincere faith, that is, a faith that isn't hypocritical. And and that's what I want worked out more in my life, and that's what I'm hearing you say, that, Lord, um, and the key is be grounded in the Word. Keep giving yourself to the Word, to the Psalms. You mentioned Psalm 51, uh, right. to the, the Lord's Word that is alive and powerful and instructing us and renewing our minds. And so that's what we're going to pray, Mike. And um, okay. and and then, you know, uh, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And, and uh-huh. so I can't express enough how important it is that we be renewing our minds with the Word of God and that, mm-hmm. you know, that we be established in that. And uh, as we do, and set in our minds on the things above, uh, you know, it's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's where the pure heart comes and the good conscience and sincere mm-hmm. faith. So, Father, I pray for Mike. I, he prays for something so important that all of us need, and that is um, that as we journey through life and you are working in us, you've set us apart in this process called sanctification. And in it, Lord, that we may be may be um, established in your word, in your truth, renewing our minds with the word of God, and uh, that we would have a heart, a contrite heart, and uh, a humble spirit to come before you. That's what you love. That's what you desire. And um, to create in us a clean heart, renew a steadfast uh, steadfast spirit within us. And, um, And Lord, your Holy Spirit filling us, that we can walk after you and to have a mm-hmm. sincere faith, Lord. We just pray for that. Mm-hmm. And Lord, there's, there is, there's so much evil that's around us and worldliness, and we get weighed down with the cares of life, that Lord, we want to have a heart for you and keep our eyes on the things above, 
uh, even as Paul would write to the Colossian believers, is a word for us. So work this in Mike, be with him, bless him, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. You bet. God bless you. You have a good weekend. You as well. Okay. Bye-bye. Number calls, 303-690-3000, and we got a couple open lines. Um, And uh, so we've been praying for people today. I guess that's what the show is, and that's fine. Whatever the Lord has, and and that's very important to be able to do that. Uh, Let's go to Talia. Talia, sorry, in Denver. Talia? Yeah. Yes. How are you? How are you today? I'm okay, Pastor. I'm okay, Pastor. Um, I would like prayer for myself. Um, mm-hmm. I've called your show um, maybe once or twice before. And right now, I am just trying to stand. Um, I've been praying and crying out to the Lord and, you know, asking, you know, for healing and, and, and guidance and, you know, to to help heal to my financial situation as well as uh, physical healing for myself. But it's hard to stand too when you when you don't hear anything from him, and mm-hmm. so I find myself, you know, just crying out and, and, and praying, but yet trying to stand during this difficult time is just really hard, and so I want prayer for that. Absolutely, and you know the 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 thing about it is it, it can be hard to wait on the Lord, can it? Um, and sometimes we think when we're waiting on the Lord and we're not hearing that nothing's happening and and that he isn't working. Um, I, I think about uh, um, in uh, the, the book of Lamentations, um, and I want to encourage you with this word, um, that here's Jeremiah writing this. It's a heavy book, Lamenting. But he says, through the Lord's mercy, we are not consumed because his compassion fails not and that they're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And the Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. And the Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. And it's good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for man to bear the yoke in his youth. So Talia, I I believe that's a word for you that as you're waiting on the Lord to know this, that it is good for those who wait for him. He promises to bless those who wait for him in Isaiah chapter 30. And waiting on the Lord is not an easy thing. And you wait and you wait, but know this, that the Lord's working, and he's going to show his compassion. And tell you, Leah, know this, that that he is... um, He's going to show himself strong. And as you wait, um, you're going to see. Um, and he's going to uh, work according to the multitudes of his mercy. So, Father, I pray for my sister. And I just pray that you would just minister to her. She's waiting for you and hearing from you. And it's hard. It's hard to wait. And, Lord, I just pray that you would just um, know that you love her, that your mercies are new every morning, your faithfulness is going to be there, and our hope is in you. And you are good to those who wait. So the things that, that you desire to show her as she waits, 
um, that you would and that she would sense your presence and know that you're there, you haven't left her, and Lord, that you would provide for her. And, and Lord, that you would speak to her heart and bring that comfort that she needs and that guidance. And Lord, of course, her needs in every way. So Lord, I just pray that you would do this work um, in her heart, that you would bless her and Lord, minister to her. And uh, that you would bring just strength to her body as she uh, has illness. And Lord, that you would touch her, heal every soul, cell in her body from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. And Lord, we just pray that you would do this work in her and for her. And as she waits for you, that then she would hear from you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Talia, God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor. You keep in touch, okay? We'll keep praying for you. Thank you. I will. And, and Talia, know that you're going to hear from the Lord. He promises. He promises that Isaiah chapter 30, as you go to him, that as you wait on him, that you will hear from him. And I think that's a, a, a good chapter to read. He's going to say, this is the way, walk in it. Go to the left and go to the right. Thank you so much. You bet, Talia. God bless you. God bless you too, Pastor. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Hey, we've still got some time in the show, 303-690-3000. we got all open lines. And so well, we got a little bit of um, uh, time left. It got some text messages, and they're all prayer requests. And so that's what we're going to do. And, um, and, um, and so let's go to our first prayer request, Kent, as he um, has entered hospice. And so, Father, we know um, that hospice is, um, the Lord just, uh, uh, that his health is very grave. Uh, whoever, um, um, Kent, you know, a friend of his asking for prayer, we just pray, Lord, in times like this, it's hard to know. And, and Lord, as he's in hospice, that most of all, that your peace would be in that situation and with the friends and family, Lord. And, uh, Lord, that they would speak truth into his life. Uh, we don't know all the circumstance, but we just we just lift this all up to you. And we just uh, pray that you would um, bless. And, and uh, Lord, um, that your presence would be felt, your wisdom um, would be expressed. And, and so, Lord, we just pray for your touch in this situation, for this one who, who's praying, uh, for their friend. Um, and for Kent and his family and everyone involved. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 303-690-3000. And um, so, so um, still have open lines. So let's go back to the text. And just, I know there's a little pause in my voice, but I kind of need to pull up some of these prayer requests. Um, I'm asking for prayer for myself and, and for my wife. Uh, they've been separated, so um, I'm not going to read all of it. I'm just going to pray as I look at this prayer request, and the Lord knows who they are. Uh, but Lord, as this marriage, this this individual has called uh, or text in, actually asking for prayer for him and his wife. They've been separated, um, and I just pray that you would do it work. And if there's anger involved, that you would help him uh, deal with anger. 
and um, that we are to put off anger, is what we are told in God's Word, and wrath, and malice. And and the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5 that be angry, but don't sin, and don't let wrath go, you know, the sun go down on her wrath, nor give place to the devil. So I just pray that uh, this couple would be able to get some help, some good Christian counseling, and Lord, that you would help them deal with the challenges that um, they have and the resentment and the bitterness that may be there, and that uh, you would bring them to a place of being restored, and there's forgiveness, and there is, um, Lord, um, just a, a healthy marriage that comes out of it. So, Lord, we just lift this marriage up to you, and uh, we just pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, we got a little bit of time. Let's go back to the phone lines. Let's go to Dan and Thornton. Hi, Dan. Hey, how you doing? I had a Good. couple of questions. Good. I'm trying to get some timelines together on primarily Revelation 17, verse 8. I'm assuming uh-huh. that Lucifer is cast into the abyss during the millennial kingdom. So during the thousand-year reign when Christ is on the throne. So then when we're looking at, and then I also believe, I think the false prophet and the Antichrist are thrown into the lake of fire, but mm-hmm. Revelation 17, verse 8 states, the beast that once was and is now not and is soon to come out of the abyss, well, it kind of looks like it's placing Revelation 17, verse 8 during the millennium because Lucifer's only in the abyss during the millennium. And it states that he's getting ready to come out to face destruction. So it kind of looks like it's at the end of the millennium, kind of. Does that make yeah, sense? And, yeah, and I know what you're saying, because you're making reference to chapter 20, where an angel comes after the second coming of Jesus Christ, the millennium reign, then an angel comes and, and puts, you know, Satan uh, bounds him up and throws him into the abyss or the bottomless pit for a thousand years. And then at the end, he is let out for a short time. So as we read, I'm going to read it for the sake of our our uh, readers, um, or listeners, that is, that the beast that you saw and is not and will ascend out of the bombless pit and go to perdition, and those who dwell on the earth will marvel whose names are not written in the book of life and the foundation of the world when they see the beast that was and is not and yet is. It's a That's a lot in that verse, and we only got a couple minutes. What we see in chapter 17, of course, uh, for those who are not familiar with the chapter, is religious Babylon. In chapter 14, there was a proclamation of the angel that went to every tongue, nations, peoples, and and tribes to, to preach the everlasting gospel was the first angel. And then the second one is that Babylon has fallen. And what we see in that is um, chapter 17 and 18. We see that in chapter 16, it's a preview to the harvest that uh, that's going to take place. Chapter 16 is, you know, the, the bold judgments that come out and, uh, you know, very intense judgment on a Christ-rejected world. And then Babylon, which speaks of, you know, the religious, and then chapter 18, commercial Babylon, is going to fall as well. And, and in that, I believe that that takes place at the end of the tribulation period. So chapter 17 is talking about this worldwide false church that's going to be on the scene because you got to keep it in context with the rest of 
what is being said in the chapter that the nations, you know, here is the beast, uh, full of the names of blasphemy, seven heads, ten horns. That's a reference to, you know, the ten horns of Daniel chapter 7. So I believe that it is going to take place at the end of the tribulation, or actually, I think, that the false worldwide false church that Paul makes mention in Second Thessalonians chapter 2 is um, going to be destroyed by the beast in the middle of the tribulation period um, as it comes out of the abyss. Um, and um, it's, um, you know, the same as in chapter 11. You might make reference to that, Dan, um, because he comes out of the bottomless pit to make war against the two witnesses in chapter 11, verse 7. So all of this is happening during that seven-year period. And uh, so um, we see that in chapter 11. He kills the two witnesses. He goes into the rebuilt temple, uh, proclaims himself as God to be worshipped as God in the temple of God, Second Thessalonians chapter 2. And, and then he's going to destroy the false church because he alone wants to be worshipped. So most definitely it will be in the tribulation period. So but would that mean that he's in the abyss currently if he's going to come out during the tribulation period? Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting term that I'd have to look at, but he does the same thing in the middle of the tribulation period with the two witnesses. But um, I thought he was roaming to and fro until he's cast into the abyss yeah. during the millennium. So how yeah, did he come out of the abyss during the tribulation yeah. period? Good question. We'll have to look at that more closely. But I don't believe that false church is going to exist during the millennium reign of Jesus Christ. So, hey, great discussion. Sorry we've come to an end, Dan. Keep studying. I'll take a look at it. Maybe we can pick it up next time. Hey, thanks for everybody for calling in, and uh, have a great weekend. Be sure to be in church this weekend, and God bless you. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.